Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly and Kim, and this is us following up on NaNoWriMo um, a little late, but this will be the final part where we discuss it. Um, so we'll jump right on in. Kim, did you finish NaNoWriMo? Well, of course, everybody finishes NaNoWriMo. Did I meet my goal? No. Okay, <laughs> but sorry. Did you win NaNoWriMo, I guess I should say? I did not win ran- NaNoWriMo. I, I only got about halfway through my goal, a little more than half. Okay, okay. Uh, I did not either. I got really close. I got to about, I think, 41,000, 42,000. I don't have it up, so I can't remember. Just a second. You couldn't have squeezed out 9,000 more words? Oh, Dang. My brain hurt. <laughs> Um, yeah, I got teasing. I got to I got to forty thousand, so I had less than ten thousand to go. Um, but to, to preface that, I had gotten to twenty five thousand words around Thanksgiving, and then I just every time I turned around, I either didn't have the energy to write or I didn't have the time to write. Then the weekend just before it was supposed to end, I saw Rebecca. I also call her Bex because that's her handle. Um. She was working on writing, and I saw a couple of other people who were just trying. I was like, you know what? I've got a little bit of time. I've got a couple of days where I wasn't working quite as much. Um, other circumstances had some money drop in my lap, so I could like not have to tutor those days. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. There's no harm in trying. And I probably wrote about nearly 20,000 words in a day and a half. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just that's why to... I'm not sure why you couldn't just finish it. <laughs> I guess I mentally couldn't. I, I pushed as far as I'm I could. There was you. not another push in that. Um, have you gone back to yours since Nano ended? Honestly, I, yes. Um, in my brain, in your brain, I've been back to it. Um, and I've been waiting for you to contact me. Um, cause the the next thing hit me t- today or yesterday. I can't remember if it was this morning or yesterday morning. Um, and so I was going to write tonight. And I've been, I wrote, I think it's 40. Let me see. I can pull it up. I think I wrote 40 words. And then, <laughs> yeah, literally 40 words. And then your dad and interrupted and, and then you and, and, um, and then I was waiting for you to call because I didn't know how long that was going to be. So I'll get to it as that. soon as I'm. No, it's okay. You, you're busy. I'm busy. We're all busy. Yeah. Um, yep. So I'll be back to it here in, I don't know, however long this takes. This takes. <laughs> yeah. So I have not gone back yet, um, mostly because I got to about that 40,000 40, word mark and I realized I was writing it all in the wrong tense. Not the wrong tense, the wrong um, perspective. Perspective. Uh, I had been writing it in third person. And unfortunately, it wasn't giving me the, like, vibe I wanted to go for, because I am going for gothic. And so I was like, oh, no, this should have been in first person, which is very popular right now. A lot of the gothic books are written in first person just because the way we write stories has changed. A gothic book, you know, 100 years ago would have been in third person, but you would have had those long you know, meandering paragraphs and people just, you know, accepted that it just went on and on and on for a bit. Um, Nowadays, when you do that kind of writing, depending on the type of writing, it really isn't done. It's not desired. 
Much um, to my chagrin, I hate first person, but yeah, um, I can. So I, I can. I was gonna say I can see why you would yours would be first person. It would, I think, help in telling of the story you're trying to tell. Yeah, it'll get more of the atmosphere because, particularly, you, my book it's set in supposed to be York, England, and while you can go to look and it looks gloomy and all that kind of stuff, some <laughs> of that more like prosy descriptions that I could be giving York would make more sense coming from someone's internal reflection of it. And like noting the way the, you know, the clouds move, change and how that affects their mood and stuff. Um, that's going to work out better in a first person than in a third person, just because realistically York is just going to be gray and gloomy, gray and gloomy, gray and gloomy, gray and gloomy. Um, Which is funny because I have no memories of it being gray and gloomy. I remember it always being, bright blue skies and clear i think we went more in the springtime um and i'm aiming for like autumn late late fall so i think actually probably the first time we went would have been in in the fall no because we usually moved moved in the summer and that was the first trip we ever made when we when we got to england i couldn't remember that yeah But anyway. Um, well, maybe I misremember it. I mean, it was kind of gloomy when Sarah and I were there in the middle of August. Yeah, it, it, it it's England. It's day of the week. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I, but I want to give it more than just rainy um, yeah. and gray. Because, I mean, the city itself is very gray. Like, I was trying to remember colors, and I'm like, the wall, gray. York Minster, like a creamy gray. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a gray city. Cobblestones, um, gray. <laughs> but the um, the devil, he was bright red. Yes, but it doesn't come up. I like to do is walk down that street and see it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I gave it pops of color elsewhere, but again, it'll work better from um first person perspective and a lot of the color comes from the garden itself but i did i get i got through forty thousand words and realized that i was not writing in first person that entire time so i've got to go back and re-edit it all i just haven't had time to so i haven't gone back yet i plan on it haven't had the chance to so um yeah so what do you think you would have done differently if you were to try and do this again next year not not have so much work to do <laughs> right take the take the month of november off can you imagine how long well except for i would procrastinate till the end just like i did you this would. time so um, what i'm hearing is you need to take like the last like two weeks of november off yeah i could well no because i have to make thanksgiving dinner in the midst of all of that so i could get my children to move out of my house that would give me lots of more time if you could magically get me a full-time paying job, <laughs> I would be Oh, gone. my God. So we were chatting with some people today, and I'm in, I'm in Indiana. I'm in rural mm-hmm. Indiana. I'm not even in one of the cities. I'm outside of – I'm like an hour and a half outside of Indianapolis. And, you know, they were asking us questions about living in California because, you know, it's this really weird mystique thing 
And people that are outside of California can't understand why people would live in California. They don't understand the taxes. They don't understand the regulations. They don't understand how expensive it is. And, and, um, I was talking about you all living at home and they're like, well, you know, if you charge them rent, they'll move out. And I'm like, well, it's not that simple. Um, I said, you know, they don't make enough money to move out, you know, with, with all of the expenses and how expensive it is. It's just, it's just, unrealistic. The the rent's unrealistic. And I'm like, I don't want my children living on the streets. And, um, they asked how much money you guys made. And I'm like, well, you know, starting is about $17 an hour. They've worked their way up to the low $20 an hour. Used to approximately used used to anyway. And they're like, that's what starting wages are here. And I'm like, yeah, but our cost of living is about 10 times that amount. And they're just like, how does anybody live in California? I said, five people live in a house. Yeah. Five adult people live in a house. It's it's just facts. Or yeah. an apartment. You know, very few people can afford not to have tens of thousands of roommates to, support, yeah. to, to survive in California. So, yeah, they were quite amazed at at what we were describing to them and they just they're like I they couldn't comprehend it yeah no it's it's definitely it would be nice because it would make my not that that has anything to do with NaNoWriMo no but but it does though because like I might have been able to get my goal but you know you guys were traveling so that I become responsible for the house at that point all of the creatures that live in here um so that did I travel in November uh, the last week you did, and early on you did. Okay, uh, yeah. So that's what that's what screwed me over. I was working. Yeah, but you, you know, it, then that you know caused me not to have free time, and then I work six days a week. Um. Yeah. And I crashed that seventh day because I am not an extrovert. I do not thrive off of working that much. Oh God. <laughs> um. Yeah. I I very much have to like decompress and come back down so that seventh day where I might have been able to do a ton of writing my brain was shut down just gone yep there were no thoughts <laughs> so um but yeah I think I think that's everything I don't know if I have any other questions that I can think of for following up so do you think you're going to do it again next year um So what I was going to say is, I think I'm going to do it if I have a story. And depending on where I managed to get with this one, um, this would be my like fourth try at it. I think I've only managed it once, maybe twice, um, but not like even to like publication, just trying to get a story down. I think this story is the most like cohesive I've had um, and I've desired to go back to it, but. So if Bex did the, the, the class again next year, would you do that again? Uh, the I really felt like the, the course we take with, we took with Bex. Yeah. If I, if I have the means to, I would love to, um, we're still yeah. all chatting in discord and kind of keeping up with each other. Um, post product. I haven't had a lot of time to like chat and stuff. Um, I know, but I, I thought that really helped build up. 
Yeah. It, it helped me get a story. If I had started from zero on November 1st, and and because at the beginning of the course, I didn't have even an idea of the of you know what I was going to write. But yeah. by the end of October, I I had an idea, and then it was go forward and write because I didn't actually really write anything in Vex's course. I, what that introduction, which was two thousand yeah. words. Yeah. No, I definitely. If she does it again, I don't know if she is or not. Um, yeah. I definitely would be interested I just in it was doing nice it again. Up. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it's good, like, support system and then having other people interacting. I will say that is the one thing that um, helped me so much this month. I probably would have given up a lot sooner. But having that community that I was chatting with and watching them do their numbers and be like, like, my mildly competitive side went, I can do this too. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Helps, like, push me further than I think I would have gotten if it had been, like, just you and I or just myself trying to do this. Uh, just with how busy yeah. my life has been. So that definitely helps. So if anyone's listening and they're like, oh, I can never do that. You might consider giving it a try if you can create a community. Um, well, and NaNoWriMo sets up communities, too. You just have yeah. to you, you have to dive into it. There's a group in Santa Barbara that that has always been there every year. I've done it. I've just never. I was well, thinking I'm it might be might be something fun to do um for the library if i'm in a position where i can either do it with younger yeah. kids or adults either one um well you should look into camp rhino camp rhino camp yeah, rhino is that what it's called uh, yeah camp it's, rhino it's sometime in the summer or in the spring i can't remember exactly when that's for young writers oh nice yeah um, you should look into that that would be a good program yeah for the library for your kind of something yeah, something to offer youth or teens or both. Um, yeah. Allow them the chance to be creative. So. Yeah. All righty. I think that's it then. That's it for NaNoWriMo 2022. Yep, this is This is the final episode for this. Murphy! <laughs> we didn't yell at a cat once. It wouldn't be a, a book pile banter podcast. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Uh, Go stress out the world. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna not even bother with our exit. We have our regular episodes on Tuesdays. The jingling is Murphy playing with the ball now, if you're wondering. And, yeah, that's it. We'll hear from you guys. Well, we won't hear from you guys. You'll hear from us soon. 